Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi everybody, welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of TMG. And guys, I decided to go live again this morning. Uh, Yeah, my wife told me to go live, so I'm going to take her advice. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday I certainly am, guys. Good to see everybody here. Good to have everybody out. I hope your Wednesday, hope your day has started off really, really good. Uh, Mine has, by the way. So good morning to everybody, no matter where you are, where you are listening. I'm glad you are part of the show today, guys. I really, really am. Uh, Guys, uh, man, this show has really taken off in uh, some super ways. Some ways that kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, I didn't expect it to go as well as it has been going. So uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening. Uh, g- guys, the show is being heard all literally all around the world. Uh, places like the UK, Bangladesh, Guam, uh, the Philippines, uh, just to name a few uh, of the countries where the show is being heard. So I'm completely excited about that. So uh, that's really great news. I hope everybody's day 
has started off really well. Guys, I wanted to come on this morning and share some stuff with you guys that I hope will help you. It actually helped me uh, when I began to think about it and as I began to uh, kind of run my mind, run it over my mind. So I hope what I'm sharing with you guys is uh, exciting to you as well. I know it was for me, and it was, I hope you guys get blessed by that. I hope you can get encouraged by it. So what came across my mind today to share with everyone is um, something that we talk about a lot, moms and mentors, uh, moms and mentors. And that's some, kind of what I want to share today about moms and mentors, guys. Let's kind of have a brief conversation about it. What is a mom, what's a mentor, and what do they mean to us in our everyday lives? So I want to kind of have a discussion about that. And thanks to everybody that's watching. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much for this. So, look, uh, here's what I began to realize. Uh, I'm 50 years old. And I began to realize that life uh, is different. And um, sometimes our help that we look for uh, isn't always doesn't always come in the way we want it to come. So sometimes it looks a little different. Uh, our help can appear in many, many ways, right? I mean, who, who can attest to that? It doesn't always look like we expect it. So our help can appear in many ways. And look, I believe that um, we are allowed to cross paths with those rare individuals who can add so much to us if we recognize it and allow it to happen. It's tough. Uh, it's tough trying to accomplish everything on your own. Uh, I mean, the mentality of I'm going to do it all by myself, I think a lot of us have come to realize none of us can do everything all by ourselves. And that's pretty tough when you are trying to do everything all by yourself. It doesn't always work out. Uh, the road gets a little tougher. So it can become tough trying to accomplish everything on your own. Uh, some have our moms, while others have mentors. And today we're going to talk about both and what it can mean to us. So this is going to be really good. So uh, let's kind of dive right into it. So like I said, uh, hello, everybody. Again, my name is Travis Patton Singer. I'm your host here at TMG. Uh, don't forget, guys, that you can always visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Uh, first of all, I even get started, guys. I want to give a shout out to my lovely wife, Nicole. I know she's watching. I also want to thank everyone uh, tuning in around the world. In a, in a very short time, this show has grown and it's being heard in over half a dozen countries, and that's not including the United States. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm grateful to all the faithful listeners as well as those who tune in weekly to listen and download uh, the episodes, uh, so pretty cool. And to all of our first-time visitors and first-time listeners, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining. Guys, you are an important part of the show, and uh, I appreciate you all. So today we want to talk about moms and mentors and uh, what they mean. And we've all had both, uh, whether your mom was an active part of your, of your life or not. Uh, she got you here, and uh, whether uh, your mom is still in your life or she's transitioned or passed, uh, she did a great job to get you here and get you to this point. 
So we talk about moms and mentors and what do they mean to us and how they impact our lives. And what do they mean to our lives? So we're going to talk about that today, okay? So uh, what I want to do today is I want to kind of share a story. And everybody that knows me knows I love a good story, especially one that has a good uh, plot, has some action to it, has some intrigue, has some drama, has some comedy behind it. So uh, I love a really good story, guys. Uh, I really do. I mean that. So today I want to share uh, a pretty incredible story about moms and mentors. And as some of you know, uh, I've mentioned that there have been a lot of individuals who were instrumental in my life. Uh, sometimes I'm asked the question, what made me want to begin a podcast and what made me want to write a book? What made me want to begin writing in general? So I get a lot of those questions. And, and I tell them simply that part of the reason that I wanted to do any of this is because I got tired of doubting myself and tired of doubting who I am. Um, I wanted to believe in myself a little bit. You know how that is? You just kind of get tired of doubting who you are and you kind of get tired of everybody giving you some negative feedback about yourself and you want to try to test it and see, is it true? So I wanted to make sure I could test that and see if it's true. And I wanted to believe in myself. So I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help along the way and becoming who I am and trying to get to who I am. So I, I had a lot of help in those areas. And I had a lot of mentors, a lot of teachers, uh, some father figures definitely played a huge part. Uh, you can never get far in this life without uh, a father figure in your life. Uh, but I also had great mother figures as well. And not just my grandmother uh, that you've heard me mention before, uh, Ella Jemison. So not just my grandmother. There were some pretty wise and smart individuals who uh, had an, an, had experienced life and wanted to pour into me. Uh, but there was this one in particular that I want to talk about today. And uh, this person is still alive. So I'm going to talk about them. And yeah, they're still alive. But there was one in particular. Her name was Brenda Williams. Now, you may have heard me um, talk about a person who was in my life, who was a, a minister, a pastor. His name was Bishop Irvin Williams. Now, he is no longer with us, okay? Uh, he is, he's no longer alive. But I recall how the motherly bond between his wife or Mrs. Williams and I began. And I hope uh, what I share today helps someone. So when I began to stay at Bishop Williams' house, I um, would do, it, do this on the weekend. Um, I live here in a town in Alabama called Tuscaloosa. Now, those who are from Alabama, uh, you know about Tuscaloosa, home of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Road Tide. That's probably the only time I will say that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I live here in a town in Alabama called Tuscaloosa. And each weekend, a few of us would drive up from Tuscaloosa to Birmingham. And we would stay or spend the weekend with different individuals uh, for the weekend because we all attended the same church. Um, so, well, uh, see, I had the honor of spending my weekends with a bishop. 
Uh, most people spent weekends with uh, closer friends and, you know, individuals they had kind of grown close to. Lucky me. Uh, I j- had drawn the short straw, I guess, and uh, I had the pleasure of spending my weekends with the bishop of the church. So uh, pretty much there was nothing else going to go on. Uh, you weren't going to look left or right too many times. He's going to keep you in a row. So uh, I had my week, my weekends were spent with him. So um, I think I was around 19 years old. Yeah, I had to be around 19 years old. And uh, he and I became um, very close from doing this during this time. So became very close. Uh, he became like a real a father figure to me. And, and more than just someone that kind of filled in spaces, you know, how somebody just kind of filled in the space. So he became more than somebody just kind of filled in spaces. He became like a true father to me. And we talked about everything, guys. Literally, we talked about everything from uh, relationships to finances to church, growing up, and just life in general. So we just kind of chit-chatted about everything, you name it. Uh, He was so much like a father to me uh, that each time his wife went grocery shopping for the week, and they knew I was going to come and stay on the week that weekend, he would have her include in the grocery shopping what I enjoyed. So they would buy what I liked as part of their grocery. So that's how close uh, we became. Uh, and, his, and his wife became that much of a mother to me that uh, she would ask me, she said, hey, uh, I know you're going to come up here this weekend. I'm going grocery shopping. What do you want me to get? And I would tell her and she would have it. So we became that close. And now, but however, uh, things didn't always uh, start that way. You know, they didn't begin that way. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I would come to stay. Sometimes I would come to stay on the weekends. Uh, and Mrs. Williams and I didn't always quite blend. Okay, uh, we didn't argue. Uh, there was no disrespect. Nothing like that. So nothing like that. Uh, but you could tell it wasn't quite smooth. You know, it wasn't quite easy and smooth. I, I think I had uh, I think it had more to do with me being a new person in their home. You know how a, a child might find a stray and bring them home, hoping uh, to be able to keep them, <laughs> or how they might find a wounded bird uh, whose wing is broken and w- kind of want to nurse it back to health. Uh, uh, this man, uh, had a knack of bringing home strays and nursing them back to health. I guess you could say, um, I was the next stray. Uh, so, so I would come and stay weekend after weekend. And I remember one weekend I came to stay and I asked for something to eat. It wasn't quite dinner time, so uh, Mrs. Williams led me to the kitchen. She said, come into, come into the kitchen with me. So I followed her to the kitchen, and she said she had a pimento cheese sandwich. Well, I'm cool with that. Uh, I like pimento cheese, all right? So I'm perfectly fine with that. So she said, do you want a pimento cheese sandwich? I was like, yeah. So, of course, I took it. I'm down with that. Uh, so when I came, I, I noticed something. When I came to visit... The following weekend, I was surprised to find that she not only had a pimento cheese sandwich waiting for me, but she also offered 
it to me. I didn't have to ask this time. So I noticed that. Um, and so we both sat, would sit there and we ate a pimento cheese sandwich and we drank tea because I love tea, all kinds of tea. So we sat there and ate pimento cheese sandwich and drank tea. Now, this happened for about three months straight. Okay, so we're we're building this bomb. Now, remember, at first, things weren't as smooth. You know, they weren't as, you know, as kosher. as They weren't as smooth. So we began to eat pimento cheese and drink tea every weekend that I came up. Uh, and I began to notice that our conversations changed. Our conversations moved from a kind of a quick, abrupt high to asking each other how our week was, right? So we went from just being high, high. Hi, to hey, how was your week? How's your week going? So, and it kind of kind of began to evolve, and I kind of noticed that. Uh, then I noticed something else. I noticed that she began she became interested in my goals. Uh, she began in uh, what I planned to major in a school because I was planning on attending school here in Birmingham. So, kind of within a short time after this, and this is after three months later, you know, three and a half, four months, somewhere in that months later, within a short time. After this, she began uh, telling each of her friends about her son, okay, that lived in Tuscaloosa. So we bonded over pimento cheese sandwiches and tea. Uh, And today, even though her husband is no longer with us, uh, he's passed away, I can still call her mom. So that's actually pretty cool. Guys, now, now then came something that really, uh, I would say, changed my life in a huge way. Okay, so then um, years later, years years later, uh, I met an individual that was certainly set my life on the course that it's on now. That would um, become the catalyst, or you could say, the spark behind a lot of things. Um, and this individual literally is the spark of a lot of things and the decisions because of who they are uh, and what they show me as an individual, who they are. Uh, so this individual has really meant a whole lot to me as well. Uh, so then I met an individual, um, his name is Apostle Stephen A. Davis. Uh, he is a Apostle or pastor of a church here in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, named Refresh Family Church. Um, I could go, I could have an entire show about him and uh, what he means to me as an individual, <laughs> but uh, that, I'll save that for later. But uh, truly, what I can say is that um, he has mean, meant a lot to me, really has. He is a kind of helped push me into who I am and push me who I wanted to be. The person I always wanted to be, he kind of picked up where my spiritual father died. Uh, Apostle Davis kind of picked that up. He didn't have to, but he did. He picked that up and he kind of pushed me to where I wanted to be and to the individual I wanted to become. So uh, I, I could go on and on. But anyway, so I met uh, Apostle Stephen A. Davis about eight years ago now. I've been, my wife and I have been at his church about eight years. 
Uh, we just celebrated our eighth year anniversary this month, as a matter of fact. So now, so now this individual, uh, Apostle Davis, listen, guys, he doesn't require a cheerleader. So I'm not on here trying to be his cheerleader. I'm not trying to be his hype man. Because listen, honestly, he is his own hype man. He carries his own energy. So he does not need to hype need me to hype him up. Uh, he, 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 I think he's his own hype man. I do know one thing, his very kind wife, uh, lady Darlene Davis and is, is his biggest supporter, uh, along with his family and his children. One of the things I, what I like about him that sticks out to me, uh, is that fact that he, he layers exciting truths with hope filled messages and practical teaching. So I needed that. I need some practical teaching, and it's this practical teaching that kind of inspires me. It's the practical teaching that motivates me. It's what gets me going. It's, it gets me going. I needed to make sense to me, and uh, his truths, his practical teachings makes sense to me. So um, I, and I needed someone, at the, that's my spiritual father, I needed somebody who could deal with Travis. <laughs> I needed somebody who would be able to put up with me when I got obstinate, and, and I needed that. So I, I tried not to give him any, any grief or guff at all, but I needed someone who could put up with my personality, and he's the right individual, so he's, he's absolutely magnificent. So, guys, if you are ever, and I said all this to say this, so if you're ever in Centerpoint area of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, guys, look up Refresh Family Church. Uh, it's actually a really pretty cool place, uh, really good teaching, and that's my plug for today. Uh, I, I've been around him, uh, like I said, for eight years, and what I saw in him, I saw him display some things that I, I wanted to see. I have an individual who's going to pour into my life, okay? If I want you to pour into my life, and if we want individuals to pour into our lives as mentors, as father figures, we have to see certain things. And uh, with Apostle David, the fathering continued. It didn't, it didn't stop. Trust me, it didn't stop. Uh, so I saw him display some things that really meant a lot to me. What I saw him display was uh, consistency, uh, impeccable character, uh, and he had the integrity uh, that could stand up to the most scrutinous of people. Uh, so, okay, how you try to examine him, he has an impeccable integrity. And it was this exposure that made all the difference to me when I was uh, searching for a possible surrogate father to fill in that void, uh, Apostle Davis became that. And it wasn't his all his preaching, guys. So let me put that aside. It wasn't all preaching and, uh, and singing and all that. It wasn't that. What got me, what made me buy in was he layered what he said. He layered his truth with hope. But it was the integrity. It was the consistency. Over eight years, this guy has never changed one bit. Uh, it was those things that stuck out to me. And when we're looking for mentors in our lives, we want individuals who are consistent. We want individuals who have great character. We want individuals who have a, an impeccable integrity because if someone is going to pour into you, you want what they pour into you be a good thing. You want what they pour into you to be something that you can benefit from. And he poured into me, and I see him pour into everybody 
each time, but he began to pour into me. And when we talk about having a mentor or wanting a mentor in our life, guys, we want to make sure we choose someone with a character, uh, with great integrity and honesty. Listen, finding and locating those consistent individuals is essential in our individual and in our personal growth and development. It's essential to those developments. So there's no way, if we think we can make it all on our own and do it all by ourselves, guys, we cannot. Finding and locating those consistent individuals is essential in our individual and personal growth. Uh, Guys, uh, it doesn't have to be a pastor of your local church. So don't think I'm trying to plug pastors. I'm not. I'm trying to say that we need to make sure when we locate that individual that they can that they have that 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 desire to a mentor you. They have the characteristics that we need in our lives. So it doesn't have to be the pastor of a local church. Guys, it could be a teacher. You know, it could be an instructor, or a police officer, it could be a loved one, a friend, a family member. It doesn't matter. Uh but they be, when we find these individuals they become the compass for us, uh, carefully kind of guiding us at our most confusing and troubled times. They shine as beacons and lighthouses to us uh, when we kind of are off track and can't see our course. So when we have mentors and we have mothers, that's what they kind of do. They kind of guide us. We have these father figures. They guide us when we need to be guided. And Sometimes that guiding us doesn't always feel good. doesn't always feel great, but it is best for us because it's guiding us on track. And I think about there being like a lighthouse. A lighthouse shines to a boat that's in the water that's kind of, that's kind of being thrown back and forth by the storm and the waves. And the lighthouse kind of guides it into a safe place. And it may have... It may have to deal with some ways, but if you follow the light, you'll make it to shore. You'll make it to land. So mentors and moms may have to guide us. They may have to get us through some rough waters, but if we just listen and follow what they're, where they're leading us, we'll make it to land. So here's what I'm saying. Okay, guys, I'm, I'm getting ready to wrap it up. So here's what I'm saying. Uh, you never know which vehicle your help will arrive in. I, I know we, we want, I know we hope that it arrives in a Bentley or a Porsche or, or Ferrari or whatever your favorite car is. Uh, and we want it to arrive fully loaded, right? We want it to come, we want it to arrive and we want it to arrive fully loaded. We want it to have everything we need when it arrives. But I'm here to tell you today that sometimes. It doesn't happen that way. Sometimes when it arrives, the windows may not roll down as they should. Uh, The air conditioner may not work properly. A power steering may not be optional, and the brakes may need adjusting. What I'm saying to you is this. It may not look like you look like your help. It may not look like you want it to, but it's your help. It may say things to you that you may not agree with, but it is your help. It may have to discipline you or correct you, but it is your help. Um, My help arrives in a pimento cheese sandwich each weekend and at an old table with a cup of tea. 
I recognized my help, not for how it arrived, but because it had arrived. And each life experience has led me here, has led me to this point. The same is the truth with you. Uh, each life experience will lead you to where you need to be, where you should go. Uh, it positions you properly so you can take off. You can see where you are as your landing pad, or you can see it as your launching pad. This is not where you land. Guys, this moment that you're in right now, this moment is meant for you to take off. Look, everyone, I have to get out of here. It's been a blast for me, and I hope it was one for you also. You guys, do me a favor, please, if you don't mind. Do me a favor, will you? Go to our Facebook page that's Tell Me Something Good with the, with the capital T, and look for the post, Moms and Mentors. Let me know what you thought of the show. Uh, leave your comment about people that either was in your life or still in your life that made a difference to you. And don't forget, as always in partying, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good.